Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our 29th episode of Spirituality with Kayun. In the last talk, I introduced the concept of simple living and high thinking, mainly focusing on the first part of the proverb. By living simply to increase our happiness and inner peace. Today we're going to dive into the second part, which is high thinking. Now while simple living is more or less self-explanatory, high thinking is usually not as easy to make out at first. It can mean many things, from deep thinking to positive thinking, to mindfulness, to intellectual thinking, to filling the mind with sacred or divine thoughts. Sometimes I look back at my life and wonder what I've been doing, or should I say how I was thinking before I embarked on this spiritual journey. If I had to describe it, I might call it brainwashed thinking. Pretty much, I had this illusion that I was stuck in a 9-to-5 job, and I thought I couldn't get out. Every day, I would be living in the future, thinking about life after work. I enjoy going out very much and engaging myself in activities that society and social media calls fun. Having a nice glass of Merlot after work to recite. Partying until the break of dawn during the weekend so that I can numb my senses or escape from the troubles of life. Satisfy my cravings and sweet tooth at the latest dessert bar. Shopping till I drop as I fall completely into the trap of endless advertisements that surrounds me. Basically brainwashing me at every moment. Yogis call this the clutches of material life a.k.a. Maya. My teacher would always ask me, what is the difference between you and a dog? Simple living is what animals do, what they only do. We human beings have the capacity to do much more. We have this intellect to elevate ourselves. Why do we waste our precious life just by sleeping, eating, and mating have you ever heard spiritual gurus or mystical meditators talk about block chakras or how to heal chakras i remember a student once came into class with this shirt that had these words talk to me when your chakras are aligned and i was just thinking wow there are probably not too many people you can talk to I mean, when all the chakras are opened or aligned, that's pretty much enlightenment. In case you're not familiar with chakras, they are our energy centers or wheels. We have seven main chakras, and each one of them is responsible for various emotional, psychological, and spiritual functions. When our chakras aren't aligned, and that is the case for most people living in stressful metropolitan cities. We may experience some kind of physical discomfort, emotional imbalance, or a sense of disconnection, which affects our overall well-being. 
So each of the chakras are associated with a specific color, element, and sound vibration. Following the colors of the rainbow, the first one is red, known as the root chakra or in Sanskrit, muladhara. This energy center is located at the base of the spine and is related to our sense of safety, security, and grounding. To know if this first chakra is in balance, we may ask ourselves if we're able to meet our basic survival needs, if we're feeling secure in our surroundings, or if we feel like we belong to a community. Moving up along the spine, we have our second chakra, which is associated with the color orange. It is the sacral chakra known as the swastistana. Located in the lower abdomen, this chakra is related to our creativity, sexuality, and emotional expression, which includes our ability to experience pleasure and enjoy life. If this chakra is out of alignment, we may not be able to unlock our creative potential or we may be uncomfortable with our sexuality. Having emotional conflict is another sign. The next chakra is the solar plexus or navel chakra known as the Manipura. The color of this chakra is yellow and it is associated with our confidence personal power, self-esteem, and our ability to take action. If we're not confident or have problems making decisions, or if we're not taking action towards our goal, then we may need to work on balancing this energy center. So the first three chakras are often referred to as the lower or animal chakras because they are primarily concerned with our basic survival needs and instincts, as well as our physical and emotional desires. For most of us, our lives revolve around these three lower chakras only. As human beings, we want to grow and elevate our consciousness so that we can live a more purposeful life. This is when we start to move higher into our spiritual chakras. Moving up to the heart space, the heart chakra is green, known as the Anahata. As you can probably guess, it is associated with our ability to love, to have compassion, to forgive others, and heal our emotional wounds. Some questions we may be asking ourselves to know if our heart chakra is clear is, are we able to connect on a deeper level with ourselves and others? Or are we able to give and receive love? As the fourth and the middle chakra, this energy center serves as the bridge between the lower and the higher chakras. It plays an important role in harmonizing our material and spiritual self. Then moving up to our last three chakras, which are referred to as higher or spiritual chakras, we are shifting from lower to higher, material to spiritual, physical to transcendental, or from just simply living 
to incorporating higher thinking. So moving up along the spine, as well as the colors of the rainbow, we have the fifth chakra located at the throat called the Vishuddha. It is associated with the light blue color and related to our ability to communicate and express ourselves authentically. When aligned, we're able to speak and live our truth. We have honest communication with ourselves and others. The sixth chakra is one that many of us are familiar with, known as the third eye. And in Sanskrit, it is called the Agnya. If you have a meditation practice, it is likely that you use this chakra as a focal point. It has an indigo color and is located at the space in between the eyebrows. This chakra is associated with our intuition, our imagination or spiritual insights and awareness, as well as the ability to perceive beyond the physical. With a healthy Agnya Chakra, we are able to trust our inner wisdom and have a clear sense of purpose in life. And last but not least, the highest chakra, known as the Crown Chakra, or Sasara in Sanskrit. We have this beautiful purple chakra located at the top of the head. It is related to our higher consciousness self-realization, transcendence, spiritual connection, a sense of unity with the divine or the universe, as well as our ability to assess higher states of awareness. To know if our highest chakra is functioning, we may ask ourselves if we have a sense of connection to something beyond ourselves, or if there are moments of spiritual awakening. When we become awakened and realize that there is more to life than sun's enjoyment, we operate on these higher chakras and engage in higher thinking. Yogis believe it is the key to unlocking the mysteries of the universe or experiencing enlightenment. Now, in order to reach the state, which is the goal of yoga, we need to still the mind. No thinking or emptiness can also be considered higher thinking. I know for sure when my mind is not distracted by all the temptations of material life, I can better focus on what is important in my life. When there are no longer thought waves in my mind, I start to see things clearly or see reality as it is. Higher thinking is when we stop chasing after things that give us pleasure and sense gratification. We start enjoying what we already have or enjoying life as it is. Higher thinking is when we do not have the desire to control everything or manipulate others and start to accept others for who they are. It is when we stop procrastinating and complete our tasks and responsibilities on time. It is when we let go of our ego, self-image, and identities, and instead reconnect with the part of us that is real. Higher thinking is when we no longer have expectations or feel entitled to certain outcomes. Instead, we offer the fruits of our actions to others or to something beyond ourselves. 
higher thinking is when we shift from being ignorant to seeing the truth. I love mindfulness. At its core, mindfulness involves being present in the moment and aware of our thoughts and feelings without judgment or distraction. Mindfulness is definitely another form of higher thinking because it involves a process of self-awareness and self-reflection, which leads to greater insight and understanding of our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. The more I meditate, the more I move from gross to subtle or from outer world to inner world. If we take care of our inner being and find peace within, there will be peace all around. Inward thinking is another way to describe high thinking. There needs to be a shift in focus from spending too much time on the external to reflecting more on the internal. After all, our spiritual path is an inward journey. I think higher thinking can have a different meaning for everyone. For Albert Einstein, he believed in five ascending levels of intellect, beginning with smart, then intelligent, then brilliant, then genius. And can you guess what the last one is? Simple, simple thinking. He is often quoted as saying everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. This quote reflects Einstein's belief that the most profound and complex ideas can be expressed in simple terms without sacrificing their essential meaning. His approach to thinking emphasized the importance of simplicity, clarity, and accessibility in communication and understanding. As for our everyday lives, positive thinking is probably the most practical way to apply the teachings of higher thinking. Before coming into yoga and spirituality, I used to have lots of fears and doubts. I never really believed in myself. These negative ways of thinking often led me to experience stress and anxiety. Higher thinking is when we address these tendencies and cultivate a more positive and empowered mindset. A positive mind is like a super valuable tool that can help us overcome any challenges and obstacles in life. And at the same time, it transforms us along the way. Have you ever heard of the quotes by Winston Churchill? He said, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. In the yoga school I studied at, one of the five aspects of yogic lifestyle is positive thinking. The mind is so important in what you think you become. We can see how our thoughts become our words, then our actions, then our habits, and eventually our character. I wish I had this tool when I was working in the corporate world. As an Asian American woman, on top of facing tight deadlines, long hours, difficult clients, colleagues, or managers, I also had my fair share of discrimination, bias, stereotyping as being passive or submissive, cultural barriers, and oh, the bamboo ceiling 
which refers to the tendency for us Asians to be underrepresented in higher roles. Had I known about the value of positive thinking, I would focus less on my weaknesses and more on my strengths. Instead of gossiping or complaining at the workplace, I would view unfair situations as opportunities for growth. By cultivating a positive mindset, I think anything can be approached and resolved with greater confidence and resilience. Certainly, practicing higher thinking in this way can increase our overall well-being and help us find more fulfillment and balance at work and in life. Studying with great spiritual teachers like the Dalai Lama or Thich Nhat Hanh has helped me develop higher thinking. With regular practices like meditation and mindfulness, I'm able to cultivate greater awareness, and have a deeper understanding of everything around me. There's always two sides of the coin. Rather than dwelling over the negatives, happiness comes when we become more positive through our thoughts, words, and actions. Before I end, let me share with you a poem that resonates with me by His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. Every day. Think as you wake up. Today, I am fortunate to have woken up. I am alive. I have a precious human life. I am not going to waste it. I am going to use all my energies to develop myself, to expand my heart out to others, to achieve enlightenment for the benefit of all living beings. I am going to have kind thoughts towards others. I'm not going to get angry or think badly about others. I'm going to benefit others as much as I can. Thank you all for listening to Spirituality with KU. I hope you found these two episodes on this concept of simple living and high thinking beneficial for your spiritual growth. One more thing I often contemplate on is which comes first. Is high thinking a precursor to simple living as we become less attached to materialism? Or do we create more space for higher thinking after simplifying our lives? I would love to hear your thoughts. Find me on Instagram, kyun underscore. Please be sure to subscribe to and leave a review or a rating if you find this podcast informative or inspiring. Have a great morning or evening wherever you are. The lights within me bow to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.